Hello, fellow Gritizens. Do you believe in your ability to navigate life's obstacles, but you're not always sure where to start? Well, lend me your ear, because here on Grow My Grit Podcast, we gather strength and inspiration from real people navigating real obstacles in real time with grit. I'm so grateful for the chance to connect guests and listeners who are ready to know, grow, and show their grit, perhaps best described as one's default settings in the face of obstacles. With our individual grit compass as our guide, one of the biggest opportunities available to us is identifying the strengths we already possess and we reliably bring to challenging situations. These insights into ourselves and into others allow us to explore obstacles with renewed passion and purpose. Are you ready? Welcome to Grow My Grit Podcast. I'm so grateful that you've made time to take in our episode and listen and learn. Our guest today is Art Camiso. He's a marketing whiz who started young after naming his family's dry cleaning chain at just six years old. A multi-talent, he's walked many stages in life as a graphic designer, drummer, recording engineer, house music producer, DJ, and even a competitive aquarium designer. Formerly an executive at a San Diego marketing tech startup, Art now revels in home studio life as a commercial photographer and videographer, accompanied by his girlfriend, Julia, and Boston Terriers, Troya and Joe Louie. When he's not behind a client-facing lens, he's either developing film or adding to his collection of vintage cameras and local wine. A name that was either a curse or a blessing, Art is an eclectic mix of creativity, passion, and a love for his work. Art, I'm so grateful that you've made time to be here on this podcast. Welcome to Grow My Grit. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Thanks for having me, Hayes. You're so welcome. And as always, the first thing I love to do is invite guests to tell us a little bit about your grit. So if you can walk us through your G-R-I-N-T word that really reflect the things, the spaces, the strengths you bring in the face of obstacles, that would be amazing. Yeah, sure. So, yeah, it's funny because when I think of grit, I always thought of it as like one whole thing going like coming from my last job in in tech like i think gritty and, and gritty grittiness as a, as a whole so my my g word which i would was probably all of them is uh gamble and not really in a like a a, a bad way but mm-hmm. like you know gambling taking a chance on yourself mm-hmm. so that's that was big to me mm-hmm. resourcefulness is my r word as a millennial we had the internet kind of everywhere. So mm. everything is everywhere. You have access to whatever you need to succeed. So okay. use resources as you have them, mm-hmm. find those resources and make them yours. Mm. The I word was introspection. So anybody that knows me knows that I'm, I'm very much like a, a heady kid. Mm. So I'm always in my own mind. I'm always thinking about something. I'm always scheming mm. or you know, just trying to figure out what my next move is mm. and it'll happen at any time. It'll happen at the worst time. And my girlfriend gives me a lot of crap for it too. So okay. always, always definitely in my head. Mm-hmm. And then my T word is test, which kind of goes along with, with the gambling. And I guess we might get to that later, later in the podcast, but always trying stuff. So I need to 
you know, validate something before I go all in on it. Mm -hmm. Make sure that I've thought through the process, come up with some different strategies to just prove what I think is, is viable. Is reality. Amazing. I love that. Thank you so much for that detailed kind of walkthrough. And then the second question I love to check in with people is in having gone through the work of the grit growth guide and picking your words, do you feel like your grit words compete with each other? Do you feel like they cooperate or do you feel like they connect with each other? Yeah, I think they connect. I don't know. Uh, when you, when you put gamble down there, like I definitely was like, Hmm, like I feel like gamble has a negative connotation. Mm. So it almost wasn't meshing with everything else. But yeah. I, I do think that they they work well together. Perfect. Okay. And that, every answer is perfect for that question. It's literally just an experience that I love to give people to really put it out. Like, am I working with myself? Am I working against myself? Even though I'm moving forward, just kind of what experience am I having? So thank you for thinking that through. Sure. And then I love, again, you've spoken quite a bit about your G word. And I want to pull on this theme here. Because when you sent me your grit growth guide, you indicated a note to say that risks are huge for you and your actual words were, whenever I had a safety net, so to speak, it eliminated any sense of risk and I attribute that to many failed attempts to begin the journey I'm on now. I guess the metaphor I hold close to me is that a tightrope walker will walk with more care, intent and focus without a net because failure isn't an option. So I'd love for you to tell us about the journey that you're on right now and what you've learned from taking all those risks along the way. Most recently, I would say it's like the biggest risk I've, I've taken in, in my life and mm-hmm. was to, to do what I'm doing now full time without, without a safety net. Yeah. So, um, I had always been a photographer. I'd always been a videographer. I've always done this kind of like as a side gig, mm. but having like a full-time job was, was definitely like impeding my ability to take what I wanted Mm. to do to the next level. Mm -hmm. And part of it was because, you know, you have the safety of a full-time job, you have security there, but that security is also a time suck. And it's, Mm -hmm. you know, a lot of your, your time is, is divided. So you can't focus your energy on what you're ultimately trying to do. Um, so yeah, took a, Took a huge risk here. Obviously, I was I was smart about it. I didn't just quit my job and walk mm-hmm. out. You yeah. know, you, you have to be, you know, thoughtful and save money and and have have a runway to go all in on something. But it it's something that's kind of been with me for a while. Like I grew up in family business, so I, okay. I always had a job. Mm-hmm. And when I had a job, I couldn't make my business like legitimate, like mm-hmm. it was just kind of like something off to the side. And mm-hmm. I, I feel like people can almost read that subconsciously mm-hmm. when, when they're, when they're working with you or even just the way you're perceived, if you don't believe in yourself, then how is anybody else going to believe in you? So mm-hmm. that's when I took the jump and so far it's been great. Phenomenal. And what I just want to pull from there a second is that you spoke to the visual of a tightrope walker walking without a net being quite a powerful focus. But then you also talked about creating a runway for yourself. So I like that you brought in that visual of I'm preparing to take the leap, but I'm not just jumping without having done a lot of work to put myself. So yes, I'm committing to this leap, but it's not so much a safety net because the safety net would be under you as you were journeying. It's a runway leading up to. So I like that you have that kind of two-phased approach to 
I'm still taking some time to prepare, but I'm not giving myself a safety net. I like that that runway image. Yeah, they're they're calculated risks, right? Like even a tightrope walker is going to walk with a balance bar, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. that's that's sort of keeping you afloat as you're making your way to the end. But yes. Yeah. I Love think, it. yeah, financial security is important if you're going to run a business. So. Yes, <laughs> yes. And it's a good model to put forward that I can be a steward of the resources I have available to me. And that's how I got to where I am. Exactly. Awesome. Love it. Okay. And then I'm also curious because knowing that you have that introspective time where you appreciate staying in your head, how does your grit words, how can you walk us through the way that your grit words kick in when you actually have to step out from behind the camera and start managing clients, managing you have to be a little more responsible for getting people to kind of do what you need them to do. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's funny because I'm uh, here. Another I word would be like introverted because I'm, I'm really, you know, mm-hmm. short with words most of the time, but yeah. when I'm holding a camera and if I, I have somebody in front of my camera, it's like, I don't know. It's like I put on a costume. It's, it's, I'm a different person. Mm. So I am a lot more comfortable working with people and, and just getting, into those situations where I can help them feel good and have a good time in the process. But I mean, as it relates to the grit words, like, do we want to talk about like each word in that, in that scenario? Yeah. Then, then yeah. So, I mean, gambling every time I push the buttons, a gamble, is it going to look good or is mm. it going to look like crap? Mm-hmm, that's, mm-hmm. that's a gamble that we take. Yep. Um, resourcefulness is really just kind of working with that person and what do they have to, to give and, how do we take what they have to give and work with it? Yes. You know, not everybody's as, as confident and bright and energetic on, on camera as the next person, mm-hmm. but you know, they don't need to look like that. Yes. So we can work with what they have and really bring out the best in them, not force them into a, a box that mm-hmm. they don't belong in in the first place. Yes. I don't know. It's hard to be introspective when I'm working with people, but it it's just, I guess it goes back to the last one is just understanding the the person in front of you and mm-hmm. get to know them and feel who they are and what do they want to portray. And then, you know, take a few minutes to think about that. Like yes. in the moment, you don't want to be completely in your head when there's mm-hmm. somebody in front of you. But mm-hmm. um, I mean, just being aware of that in itself, I guess would, would make sense for that. Mm-hmm. Um, knowing that you're introspective and you, yes. you, you have to turn it off mm-hmm. when, when you're in front of someone. And then the last one was test. test. Yeah. It goes back to the gambling. Yeah. So yeah, try stuff out, mm-hmm. see if it works. If it doesn't work, you move on. Awesome. And what I really appreciate about that answer is that this is clearly the first time you've ever put together that you're actually doing all of these grit words. So again, I appreciate how you literally were going into your own mind to either experience something that you'd been with before or to kind of pull, but you very much thought through that experience that I'm assuming because you answered all the questions can now be a little more confident that this collection of words really does reflect what you do in the instance of having to manage situations. Because again, you clearly visual, there's no audio, there's no visual for the listeners, but I can have, I watched you kind of look off to the side and kind of contemplate what you were saying to that piece where grit becomes a vocabulary that we can apply to ourselves based on our experiences. So I very much enjoyed watching you 
learn about yourself with yeah. this framework. That was an interesting exercise. I like that um, I'm being challenged yes. in, in my thinking. So yeah. very cool. Good, good. And I just love to pull one more thing too, because the introspection piece is a neat word, because as much as you spend time in your own mind, you truly have to connect with a client, an individual who may not be comfortable in front of the camera or who may not think that they're that outgoing, shiny person. So they may think that you expect them to be a certain way. So you're introspecting of your own mind, like, how am I going to make them do this? Plus trying to get into their minds all at the same time, managing energy for like the next click. So introspection sounds exhausting, but effective. Yeah, it works. I mean, there is, there is the time where somebody does want to seem energetic and, Mm -hmm. you know, we'll, we'll do it. We'll make it happen. It it takes a bit of (laughs) clever engineering Mm -hmm. on on a social level, but we, we get it done. You get it done. That's the test piece again. Just, okay, here's what I think will work. Okay, you did it. Or that didn't work the way I thought it was going to work. So we'll try this out. I love it so much. Beautiful. And now just kind of wrapping things up, because I feel like you've given us so much insight into the experiences you've had. I see that passion and complexity, they jumped out at me as two of your top five values when you completed the Grit Growth Guide. And so looking ahead, how do you see yourself harnessing that idea of passion and complexity to take Brand Savage to the next level? Okay. Yeah, it's, I'm kind of living that that mm-hmm. process right now. So mm-hmm. again, going back to like the the tech startup world, complexity was a lot of what I was doing. It's like building systems and engineering customer experiences where you can realistically or predictably just always know that a system is going to run and it's going to behave the way that you want it to behave. So, mm. and that's kind of what I'm I'm building with my brand right now is to try to make the entry point to photography and video more streamlined. So rather than having to have back and forth meetings with somebody to, to get a photo shoot or to get a headshot, just book it online. Yes. And those are the things that I'm trying to build where it's, you know, they're systems and they're not like overly complex, but simplicity is complex in Mm -hmm. its own way. So to find something that works simply, you have to think about it in a complex way and then bring it back. So I'm, I'm passionate about complexity. That's, that's that's amazing. But the end result is, is simplicity. So if that makes sense, right. Yep. Not to be complex for the sake of complexity, but Mm -hmm. you know, what, what are all the moving pieces? Yeah. How do we scale that down? How do we make this into something that's workable for, for my business, but then also for my customers. And then that, translates into everything, you know, marketing channels, um, advertising, how do you, how do you build systems to work for you so you can focus on working in the business? So working on the business to work in the business is, I think something that a lot of people who talk about business say is probably not the best thing to do. You want to be working on your business, not in the business, but I mean, in my type of business, I, I want to be <laughs> working in the business. So yes. if I can cover that side of it with systems, then that's, that's the best outcome for, for my next year yeah. or two. Okay. Then, then we'll see about not working in the business. Yes. That's another story. Okay. Another episode. It sounds like another conversation. And that's actually the first time I've heard working on the business so you can work in the business in that particular terminology, because I love the idea of recognizing where can I either automate or where can I delegate or how can I shift work that's taking time from me doing the thing I love as I need to create space for the thing I love. So I really appreciate that kind of takeaway that I can 
find other ways to work on the business. I can find other tech, other people so that I can, for me, it's consulting for you. It's capturing imagery. Um, we can do our thing. And one other piece I just want to draw because I love, again, I always love to make, um, to connect what I hear from guests to kind of a broader um, audience in that sense. And so you spoke to the idea of loving complexity, whereas complexity will terrify other people. So essentially your coping mechanism or your visual is that complexity just means acknowledging all the pieces. You don't have to be afraid of the pieces. It's just knowing that if I acknowledge all the pieces, there's probably a way to group them or classify or kind of scale them back. So the pieces are still there. But again, when an obstacle looks enormous and there are all these moving parts, what I hear you say is that it's less about being overwhelmed by the complexity and more about acknowledging the, the scope of the complexity and then kind of pulling in as needed. Yeah. Yeah. Because if, if you can understand why something is complex and how it's complex, yeah. then figuring out the way that works without it being so complex is a little bit more manageable. Yeah. I love that. And I love watching your face right now because you're like, because you're thinking out loud. And again, this is part of what I, the, the joy in my work is proposing experiences and labeling or asking in a way that makes you really, it's self-discovery and self-exploration. You're literally discovering how you do things in an effort to educate the listeners and give people an example. So I love, which listeners again can't see, but I'm thoroughly enjoying your facial expressions because it tells me, Yes, this is this is this is landing <laughs> and this is making sense. Amazing. So then from here, where can people find you online? Walk us through your platforms, your places. OK, yeah. So if anybody wants to find out more about what I do, you can visit my website at brandsavage.ca or follow me on Instagram. Um, it's just my personal name, Art Camiso. Um, that's with two M's and two S's. Send me a message if you want to know more. I, I love talking to people about what I do and what they do as well. So, yeah, don't be shy. Awesome. Again, thank you so much for spending the time to learn about yourself in a forum where people are learning about you as you learn about yourself. So I very much appreciate your insights and your intel and your introspection have made me a better person as a result. So thank you so much for coming to the podcast. I feel like a better person for being here. Thanks, Hayes. Everybody wins. Awesome. Have an amazing rest of your day. <laughs> you as well. Grow My Grit podcast, hosted by Hayes Chefmeyer, is a production of Gritty Guru Company. This episode was recorded and mixed at Music Box by Jim Spiru. Music by Peter Willis. Subscribe to the podcast on Apple, Google, and Spotify. For more information about my book, Know, Grow, and Show Your Grit, Self-Discovery Made Simple, please visit growmygrit.com. Follow me at Grow My Grit and share this podcast on social media. Leave a review, take a screenshot of the homepage, and send it to friends or family members who will benefit from more grit. 